we're going. Oh, so it didn't really matter if I was ready or not. It's true, it didn't. I like that. It keeps it fresh. Keeps, it, keeps it fresh. Keeps me on my toes. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Happy. How are you doing? I'm tired today. I am a little I'm tired. I'm really tired today. Yeah. I think, uh... Yeah, I've got a lot of... I've been traveling a lot lately, so I'm like... Mm-hmm. I think my sleep schedule hasn't quite... Like, like we I haven't road had a, tripped I haven't, it. We road tripped it through storms. Through stormy weather. Stormy weather. And then... Uh, and then I leave for the UK tomorrow. I know. Yeah, going on just a quick turnaround trip. Yeah. We've got to get to see some friends I haven't seen in a few years. That's exciting. Uh, Brandon's really nice. singing. Brandon's going to sing a little, a little little mini concert. Yes. Um, which would be awesome. He's been rehearsing so hard. Right. That's great. He's gonna, he sounds fabulous. So I'm really when, excited. When do you come back? Uh, Monday. We come back Monday. Oh, okay. It's quick. Yeah, it's a real quick it's turnaround. Real quick. We're just there. So by the time this comes out, you'll already be back. Because we're about a week yeah, ahead on so. these. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> right with that yeah and you're watching my poopers i am i mean i'm leaving friday jack's watching my poopers but jack will be watching <laughs> until you get back i get back on tuesday where are you going i'm going to las cruces oh that's right that's and right. then i'll be back on tuesday night and then we'll record on wednesday and then i leave thursday for uh toronto ah toronto that'll be fun yeah yeah, it's always fun. I yeah, love Toronto. I do love Toronto. It should be good. Yay. Yay. We're tra- these are our travel plans, everyone. I know. So you, you get an idea of how all over, the, literally all over the map we are. That's right. And now it's ghosticle time. Oh, I'm starting out. Time. All right. I'm starting us. Am I starting Michael's this? starting out because it's ghosticle um, time. St- for a moment, I thought I looked at the printout and I saw, oh, this story comes from Michael. That's, oh, no, that's for me. That's for to you read. To It read. comes from Allie. Allie. Ooh, Allie sent stuff in before. Sweet. Uh, Allie says in Ghost Schools 14, you guys ask for stories about things children have said. Oh, we did. Uh, I know I've spent, uh, I've sent in a couple stories already, but I think you'll want to hear about some of my experiences as a daycare provider. Ooh, we do, we do. There have been a couple of children who knew their mothers were pregnant before even the mothers themselves. Those stories are almost to be expected. You don't, however, usually expect to hear a child sing a song about a witch who commits suicide. Oh, no. But I want to. Right. Well, I you mean, say that. Um, as long as it's not my kid, I'm cool. That was <laughs> that was a hard conversation to have with a four-year-old. Uh, there have also, on multiple occasions, been times when an infant will stare intensely at one spot in the room and either burst out laughing, burst out crying, or laughing. Damn. Sometimes... <laughs> Pardon me. Burst out crying. Burst out laughing. So sorry. Sometimes the toddlers in the same room will point at empty spaces and say things like no or even hi. Hey. Oh, one of my godsons did that once. It was really freaky. Oh, um, my. One of the most disturbing things that I've heard out of a child's mouth is the story of a little girl's imaginary friend. This particular girl's family is from Africa and immigrated to America not long after she was born. She told me rather matter-of-factly that her imaginary friend was another young African girl who had two broken arms and bruised all over because, quote, the boys, end quote, beat her up and left her in the street. I told my friend, a mental health professional, and she wondered if this little girl saw something happen in her home country, and this imaginary friend is her way of coping. I wonder if there may be more to the story. In short, children can be fucking creepy. Yeah, they can. Yeah, totally agree with you there, Allie. Yeah. Ooh! I want to hear the song about the witch committing suicide. That's, I know. That needs to be like a popular. And also, if we it's. We need something to go. We need something to compete with Baby that. Shark. 
Just saying. Yeah, definitely. It's true. <laughs> uh, okay, mine is from Aaron. Okay. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. I keep meaning to send this in, but I'm a horrible procrastinator and a mess. So here we are. I love it. You asked us to submit stories of any spooky goings-on that occur while listening to the podcast. Mm. Well... For a while, anytime I'd be listening to an episode, suddenly a completely different episode would start playing. I would check to make sure my phone was locked and I hadn't actually touched my phone or something to make the episode play. But sure enough, every single time, my phone was fully locked and screen was off. Maybe it's some weird explainable thing. I have what you guys call a healthy amount of skepticism, so I wouldn't rule that out. But I also know other listeners have written in about the spirits around them being big fans of the show and preferring certain episodes over others. That's what I thought. I was like, someone's going, no, no, I don't want to, I don't want to listen to this one. I haven't listened to this one yet. Yeah. I want to catch up. So I thought I would share my experience. I have other much more spooky stories that I will get around to submitting at some point. But until then, I absolutely love Ghoul Intentions. Keep doing your thing. Much Ninja Wub, Aaron. Ninja Wub. Oh, thank you, Aaron. Love it. Ninja Wub. Oh, that takes me back. Ninja Wub. That was a thing my fans used to say to me. Well, then I she's think. probably a fan. Back in the day. That's really... Oh, that was so sweet. That's <laughs> I would so imagine nice. that's not a coincidence. That's been a minute. Um, that's oh, crazy. Right. That's, that's really good. More I do, I, do, I do love the idea of, like, people from the other side going, no, 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 I don't want to hear this episode. I'm not caught up. And, like, it's right. like watching what, Game of what? Thrones. I'm like Game the other one. Yeah. <laughs> that's my second Game of Thrones re- reference. Can you tell I'm mad? Um, uh, bitter. So Everything bitter. will be different, though. Because, okay, so this Sunday is when we find out. Yeah. So, who knows? Like, right. It's like going back into the past if you're when we listen to this the following Thursday. It's weird, right? Yeah. Yes. We're saying when we, you and I were at a convention this past weekend mm-hmm. where Daenerys was also a guest. We didn't get to see her because she had her she own. She was behind a curtain. Behind a curtain. And they had like all this crazy security. And she was right. like really, really intensely like sequestered off and very busy, as you they might imagine. They had metal detectors for her. And uh-huh. I was like, that's great. Are and people not- yelling at people in line going, yeah. next. It was really crazy. Was cr- but I was thinking like. Do they not have metal detectors just, like, to get in? Is it... Yeah, it seems so like, like that would be the place to have them, but I don't what know. About... And then I was like, I mean, she's already filmed the show. like Right. She got the hell out of Dodge on Sunday, though. So, yeah. <laughs> Before the episode did. aired. I'm just, I'm just glad that we survived. That's right. Um, <laughs> so, okay. I should, I've just picked up my coffee to have a drink, Jumped and I probably it. shouldn't because it's my turn to read. This comes from Giselle. I'm going to pronounce it Giselle. I think it's Giselle. I don't know. I'm I'm probably doing it wrong. I apologize, but Giselle just triples off the tongue. Giselle says, so our landlords moved after uh, one of their relatives passed away at home. My family got rights to the house from the bank. We didn't really think much of it. When we moved into the apartment they had left, immediately we started feeling chills in the halls and as if someone was intently watching us. Goosebumps up the arm and all that. My uncle... And uncles in quotes, so I'm assuming my uncle, they just mean family friend, was also living in the apartment at the time. He was a brujo, a witch. In his home country, his mother was also a witch, and she taught him everything he knows. He upset the ghost and made it hostile because of rent disputes with my family. That's I live in the apartment with my boyfriend and uncle. Uh, The ghost used to be a different uncle. Uh, The ghost used to be a man. How do I know? Because one day... I was sitting in the living room after my boyfriend and uncle had left for work. I was home alone watching TV in the living room. The ghost wouldn't let me watch TV in my room, which seemed to be his favorite room to turn on my TV uh, when I turn it off and vice versa. Multiple times. I had a box TV. So I was watching the flat screen in the living room and I leaned against what I thought was the chair I was sitting on. 
As I stretched my neck back, I felt a big, manly, rough pair of hands start to massage my shoulder like we were lovers. Ew. Ew. When I realized that the chair doesn't go up to my shoulders, I ran out of the house without locking anything and went to my mom's. Oh. I don't like that. Ooh. No, I don't like ghostly massages. I mean, not unless I've asked for them. Yeah. No. No. Ghostly man hands. Ew. I don't want that. Ghostly man hands in general, like, you got to really want them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. And, and, well, anyone's hands, really. Yeah. Living, dead, male, female. Gosh. Can you imagine? She was just sitting in his lap. I can imagine there's, like, her having this moment where she's like, that's not the back of the chair. This chair's not a massage chair. The wait, chairs don't have hands. I feel like. <laughs> that's how my brain would I mean, work. I, wait I, I want to think I would do the same thing, but then this other part of me is like, I might just be like. How's this massage going? <laughs> Especially right now, because I pulled some sort of rib. I don't know what it is. So it hurt, and my back hurts, but like. And like the ghost I is going to be like, I can, I can set that for you. Like ghostly massage right now. Kidding, kidding, I'm, I'm kidding. Guessing, yeah, kidding. If anybody, if Maybe anything. Maybe Giselle should have turned around. It might have just been Joe Biden paying their home visit. Oh, you said uh, it. You said <laughs> it. I, could, I mean, he's known for doing that. He has, I, he has his just, thing. He's, he, that's what he does. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. one way or the other. I just that's think, right. you know. I, you know who gives really good massages? Who? Our friend Devin. He does. Devin just, and he just kind of knows yeah. when it's time. He's like, oh, you need a massage. And he'll just, on those hands, he's a little guy, but oh my God. I know. Like I those know. hands could like dig up a road. They could. Yeah. I believe that. And it's awesome. Like he's fixed my shoulder. It's pretty great. Yeah. So when he's down here, he should uh, have a look at your back. And my rib cage. And your rib, rib cage. cage. He could probably... Crack that back in place. Oh, yeah, that mm-hmm, sounds amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, next. <clears throat> I'm reading Beth's story. Beth's. Beth's. <laughs> we have a strange house. I hate it. I've always known. Strong opening. Very I strong. I like it. I've always known there was something not right and was proved correct when I was around nine. I started noticing little things like I would lose things and then they would turn up ne- the next time I looked next to me. I hated it. Then things started to progress. Curtains would shut when I walked out of the room. Doors are open when I know I have closed them. My mom is still constantly shouting at me for leaving the lights on when I know I have turned them off. These things are still happening today. When I was 11, I was left alone in the house, which made me uneasy. I hate being alone in the house. Anyway, (laughs) I have a keyboard. I love your voice for her. Thank you. Anyway, I have a keyboard that plays tunes, and I was sat on the sofa, and my keyboard, which was upstairs, started playing. I was terrified. I ran upstairs to turn it off and unplugged the keyboard from the plug. I haven't left it plugged in since. I've recently started waking up at exactly 3.30 in the morning, every morning, to a slight tapping noise beside me. At first, I put it off as my lamp, but it carried on after I unplugged the lamp. I unplugged the lamp as I would wake up, and the lamp would be on. There is no way I could have left the lamp on because I cannot sleep knowing a lamp is on. I get that. (laughs) You're reading this with such conviction. Like, you... You I feel it. like I connect yeah, to her. Yeah, you really connect. Like like I simpati- so you're, you're simpatico. Um, I am, yeah. We hear regular... Did you hear that? I... Yeah? Was that me? Was that just air escaping my mouth in a weird way? No, I don't... I don't think so. That was... Hold on. So, she can't sleep knowing a lamp is on. Just like you. 
It's uh, true. I can't. Well, no. Yeah, not a lamp. Yeah, there was a weird sound in the there background. There was a weird sound. We had to stop for a second because it was actually really... in the recording. We had to listen to it. Yeah, and it sounds like it sounds like, like, it, it it's like a like hum. Someone... But I don't it's know. From, it might be. It's like traffic outside. Maybe something came up. Uh, I, I, it sounded like it was coming from the door on the other side. It did. In the hallway. And it was a tiny little sound. And maybe it's uh, your friend Garfield. It could be Garfield. Go on. Sorry. I didn't mean to, like, I didn't mean to cut in the middle of the story. No, it's fine. At it's least fine. It's, it's fine. <laughs> at least, it's fine. Hey, at least it's still light out. That's true. Um, she can't sleep knowing a lamp's on. If I can get it. Okay. <laughs> we hear regular creaking on the ceiling, like someone walking in the attic. I refuse to even open the hatch to up there. I refuse to even open the hatch to up there. That's what it is. <laughs> we occasionally get woken up to the sound of footsteps walking up our staircase and then pacing at the top of the stairs for a minute or two and then walking back down. My dad went to investigate one night and found all the cupboard doors in the downstairs and the downstairs floor open. Nothing was taken, but items have been rearranged in the cupboards. He left it, saying he would sort it in the morning and then went to sleep. When he went down the next morning, everything was back to normal. Well, that was nice of them to be like, oh, he didn't like that. Okay, we're going to put everything back then. It's just do-overs, yeah. I do imagine, I imagine the ghost being like, you know what he'll love? Let's just like rearrange everything. Like, just put it in order. Like, it'll yeah, it'll be great. Let's and simplify then it. For he him. comes downstairs and he goes back upstairs, and they go, "Do you think you liked it? No, I think you hit. Fuck. Okay, well, let's, let's put it back." <laughs> I also have a Furby, which I cannot stand to have in my room. I get it. <laughs> She's so anti so many I things. I know. I love it. A few weeks ago, we had to throw it out as it started going off by itself. At first, it did it during the day, but then it started through the night. It did it for three nights, then we had enough. My mom still won't admit that something is wrong, but my father has no opinion. My mom, my father, Except he didn't like the arrangement of stuff. He doesn't. He just is going to be, I don't have an opinion on it. He's just dealing with it. <laughs> my phone will unlock itself when it likes. I have a phone that opens to my face, and I had set it down next to me when I heard it unlock. I thought it had caught the side of my face, so I brushed it off, but it started opening when it had been at the other end of the room to me, not even in the same room of me as me. All I want is for this house no. to be normal. Well, um, you shouldn't listen to this show. Yeah, Beth, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. It's, it's not normal. But just make friends with it. Just make That's friends right. with it. Clearly, it's clearly whatever it is is nice enough to know when it's gone too far. Because then it goes, oh, okay, sorry, I'll put everything back. Yeah. And that's right. that's that's not always the case. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, poor Beth. Okay. Oh. <sighs> is that it oh, for Beth's That's Beth. Story? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm, there's a lot going I understand Beth's thing, and then that was very that was strange. A, that, was, that was a very, well, and the that other was a very thing little about sound. That is the, um, the cars... Uh, because the a lot of the this is a template mm-hmm, that it's recording mm-hmm. on, so it already silences the majority of the cars. Yeah. So it would have had weird. to be really loud out there to have come up on the sound here. Yeah, that's true because it never does. That's it was really it was so soft sounding. It sounded though, like it was coming, but it sounded was like right at the door. By the door, yeah. That's so weird. And the dogs are downstairs. Yeah, the dogs are downstairs. The gate's up, so they can't get up here. The AC is off. The AC's off. Um, Jack's not home. Jack's not home. It was creepy. That's all I. It was very creepy. It was very creepy. It was it was an unusual noise we haven't heard before. And then afterwards, and it sounded like a person. It sounded like other little, just talking kind of. 
But we have to go back and listen to that. Because while you were like, oh, maybe it's me, I was like, I keep hearing more stuff. So I didn't hear that. I just heard yeah. the first noise, but I then I probably couldn't hear him over my own big mouth. Oh. <sighs> All right. Well, this is this comes from. I, I'm assuming it's pronounced Carrie. It's K A R I. Yes. Um, this is more my mother's account than my own, but it's always fun to hear. What, but it was always fun to hear when I was growing up. My mother and her family lived in an old home on St. George Street in St. Augustine, Florida, that was once called the Ye Magnolia Inn. Uh, the owner of the home was Helen Firestone. When she was no longer running it as an inn, and her family had all moved away, she became depressed and committed suicide. Sorry. <laughs> That's totally. I turned it on so that we could hear the fucking right. sound. <laughs> Jesus. When she was no longer running it as an inn and her family had all moved away, she became depressed and committed suicide in the driveway by running a hose from the tailpipe of her car into the front window and asphyxiating herself. Ooh. After she died, the home was put up for sale, and uh, that is when the happenings began. The ones I know of are when the house was for sale, the real estate uh, agent selling the home was sleeping in the house while he was preparing it, and Helen uh, apparated, oh, it's a great word, mm. uh, good on you for using it, Carrie, and Helen apparated at the end of the bed and demanded that he leave. Ooh. He never even step, set, uh, he never even set <laughs> foot in the house again. He said, okay, he's like, all right, that's fine. Save for showing it to others, so he did. But I don't think she wanted sold. Maybe she just wanted people spending the night there. When my mother was home alone, she was laying on her bed reading and suddenly heard her name being called from downstairs. Assuming that someone had come home, she screamed, what? <laughs> or maybe that's more like, what? <laughs> that's, that's what I would do. Um, no one replied. She continued to read. Then her name was called again. Finally, she got fed up uh, with no one responding. She huffed and got up out of bed and went out of her room to see if someone was on the ground floor. As she got to the door of her room, the ceiling crashed down directly above her bed, right where she was laying. No one else was in the house. Mrs. Firestone saved my mother. Wow. Oof. That's a friendly thing to do. Thank you, Mrs. Firestone. Yeah. After my grandparents passed away, the house was sold. But while it was being sold, things kept getting moved or disappearing. In the attic was a large mirror... Uh, that the new owners had put up there. They called my mom because of this. They knew of the ghost encounters that occurred in the house while my mom and her siblings were growing up. Well, the mirror went missing, and my mom arrived at the house to see if she could help. Mom loudly said from the second floor landing outside of what was my cousin's room, Ha ha, Helen, put it back. You've had your fun. There was a thump. When they went up to the attic directly above, the mirror was back. <laughs> The only account I have of my own is the living room suddenly got uh, suddenly got freezing when my brother and I were in there. Just so you know, this is an old historic home in downtown St. Augustine. There was no central air, and it was spring. Here in Florida, that might as well be summer. Feeling it. So for a room to be freezing is very strange. And things that fell while we were exp uh, exploring the boiler room under the house, my brother, cousins, and I did not stay to investigate because we had all been fans of Nightmare on Elm Street and didn't want to mess with a boiler room. Ooh. Yeah, boiler rooms can be really creepy places. It's... There's no one. That's not a floor. Nobody's there. But you heard that. You just yes. heard that. There... Jamie. There's no, there is no floor there. That was a voice as clear as fucking day on the other side of that wall from where I am sitting. And you're right, there is no other floor. I guess we'll keep going. Moving on. That was weird. It was weird. <laughs> that's two. That's two in one episode of Ghosticles. That's never happened. It is it's never always happened. one little thing. 
Oh fuck! Shit, that was sorry. That that got to me. The Did little, you hear anything specifically, or is it just no? Like a, it just sounded like a, a male voice, maybe, or or a lower woman's voice talking, and I couldn't tell if it was one or two people, but it sounded like at least one voice. Ooh, but it was something. right fucking here, like on the other side of this there, shelf. Are there cars down there at all? Let me go look. Can you see, like, okay, so even if it was the neighbors, they're not there. All right, so then now we're back again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if any other weird shit right, happens sure. while we're recording this one. Let's welcome, oh. you know, we'll see if Cheyenne can do it. Now, this one isn't really ghosty, but it is freaky as hail. I like freaky as hail. Yeah. This is from Cheyenne. As long as it's happening to someone else. That's right. This is the story of how I knew a convicted murderer. Oh, shit. I know. Around 2009 or so, my mom had a friend, Amy. She worked with my mom and at the, at the Kroger she has worked at for over 10 years now. This friend was nice and seemingly wonderfully normal. Now, she had a boyfriend, Nick, and nothing ever seemed off about him. Nothing out of the ordinary. At least, that's what it seemed. Well, as time went on, my mom and Amy slowly uh, fell out as friends. I was young and going through my own growing mental health issues, so my memory is hazy on details of life back then. But around the holiday season, November, December, it came out that Nick and his young friend Justin had lured an ex of Justin's out and in the span of the night had murdered her. Mm. They had cut her up and thrown her body stuffed in black trash oh. bags away in a few random church dumpsters. Oh. By the time they'd told where they had put them, it was far too late to find her, as most, if not all, had been taken to the landfills and now lost for good, it seems. I know. In court, Justin was sobbing and remorseful while Nick held no semblance of remorse or sadness for what he and Justin had done. Now, remembering his face and how he seemed to act, it is chilling to think how capable he was of emotionless murder of a young 15-year-old girl. Oh, man. The whole time, he placed the blame on Justin, and to this day, it still chills me to the bone that I knew and at one point was left alone with him and his then-girlfriend, Amy. They offered to babysit me and my older sister while my parents went to a concert. To this day, and and to my knowledge, he has yet to reveal why he did what he did, and the girl's family may never get closure. He was recently transferred to the jail my uncle is locked up in. I hope they never cross paths, because my uncle definitely wouldn't take kindly to what he had done to an innocent 15-year-old girl. And that's the shorthand version of how I knew a convicted murderer. I know it's not a ghost story, but it's just as chilling. I agree with you on that. Oh, God. Holy shnikes. Oh. Oh. Do you know any murderers? No, I knew I knew one person that was murdered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. a friend in junior high that, that was killed. Yeah. And um, several of friends of, of ours, uh, not uh, you and my, but friends of my group of kids in, uh, in junior high and high school were came under suspicion because they were they were older and they were like the type to like dye their hair black and listen to heavy metal. And so in small town, they were like devil worshipers. And right. so they thought yeah. it was that. But there was nothing ritualistic about the way the girl died. She was just attacked in her home. Oh. And um, and whoever she had let uh, the, the police, the, there was evidence suggesting she, she knew her attacker because the door was unlocked. So she, like as though she had let them in. Yeah. She was there by herself while their mother was at work, and it was oh, a wow. Thanksgiving night. <gasps> um, yeah, she was. She, her mom was a single mom, and for years they didn't know who it was. And like so many people came under suspicion, they couldn't find any evidence. Turned out years later that uh, it was just some dude. Her 
uh, mom had dated once years before and, or maybe not years before, but her mom had dated like once and just hadn't worked out or whatever. And then he came back to the house and sexually assaulted and killed this girl who was, oh, maybe 13. Yeah. Maybe 14 at the time. It was like eighth grade. And uh, it was really tragic. Yeah, it was a big thing. I didn't know her terribly well, but I mean, I was in class with her and I knew her to speak to her. So that was so I've known someone that was murdered and that was man, it rocked that little community because nothing like that had happened before, to my knowledge. And I don't think I know any murder. I mean, maybe I do. I know if I do. I don't know that. I. Yeah, I don't know that I know right now. Yeah. But yeah. No. Have you anyone any any cross with any cross path with any uh, victims or, or. or no, someone that was murdered or something. Um, victims of murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Seems I... likely given our uh, our our fun activities. Um, <laughs> oh, you mean ghosts? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spirits. I did one of my my best friend uh, in high school. Actually, he went on to uh, work for a news station here in Texas, and one of his colleagues was murdered. And uh, that was a whole thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I don't think, I still don't think they've caught whoever did that. It was years ago now. Yeah. But it was, it was really weird. I used to live in a place. It was actually a very safe neighborhood, but it, within the span of one week, there were three different murders within this. two miles of where I lived in different directions. So and they were, they were random murders. They were so they were random. So random. Uh, one of them wasn't as random. I think that was a domestic thing, but it was a mother and a daughter. They were grown, but they were murdered. And then that this other girl them. was uh, kidnapped from like a, a video uh, red box thing, and Ugh. she was uh, murdered mm. not far away, like within walking distance of where I lived at the time. And then another guy was walking on a trail, and yeah. some dude just jumped out with like a like a machete i think and just hacked him to death or something like that there was no reason and wasn't for it. the guy like the 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 attacker the murderer wasn't he like some basic like basically a kid who would like i thought i'd heard he, that he I sustained he was a sports like sports guy yeah and he'd like sustained head t- trauma yeah. or something in sports and, yeah, and they, he did they it. thought he there was some connection him. he hatcheted him to death or whatever <sighs> and then stopped and told somebody go get help i just killed this guy jesus yeah. Those are the kinds of it was those, those are and the then freakiest. His fiance or wife at the time, the one that had been killed, she ended up taking her own life the oh. following year. It was really bad. Man. It was all within a few a few miles of me. Damn. Very strange. But that's I mean, I didn't know any of them. Yeah, but it just gotta happen, yeah. Yeah. That's oof, that's crazy. Oh well, I knew somebody who was in jail for murder. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. He was my first gynecologist. Oh, that's right. You've told me that story. Yeah. They say that he killed his wife. Um, however, he was a gynecologist, and he also performed abortions. This was in Oklahoma. The judge refused to allow threats they had both received, death threats. Um, there were threats that said they were going to set him up. There were threats, you know, all kinds of different threats about how he was going to pay and they were going to make him suffer. And the judge would not allow any of that in as evidence. And their whole thing was that when he came in and he called nine one one, like he had taken his shoes off and he put them on the floor, I think next to her and called nine one one and was calm. And I was like, the doctor was calm. That's the, and that's pretty much what it was. That's all they wow. had. And he took his shoes off. It's like, do you know, do, a lot wow. of people, not everybody, wears their shoes inside the house all the time. I am absolutely like crazy, crazy. for 
true crime uh, true crime documentaries where yeah. there's some question about uh, there's some question as to whether or not the person convicted of a crime is actually maybe innocent. Yeah. Um, and the whole making of a murderer thing that came out yeah. several years ago, we were obsessed with. I, I've since changed my views on on that, but yeah. that's a whole other show for another time. But uh, if you haven't seen the staircase. Oh, yeah. I think it's on HBO. Uh-huh. Um, it's really good. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that guy is innocent, and that's just based on what I've seen. Based on what I've seen, I still yeah. don't think he is. We need to have drinks and I like know. talk it out because I'm like I, I I obsessed over that show, and I was like, he's got to be innocent. There's yeah. no way. But who knows? who knows? That's the thing. The not knowing that was, is, and that's the thing is, it's not just like character witness is a thing, and this mm-hmm. guy, like nobody, nobody thought he did it. That knew him and that knew her, and they they were in a. Do you think it's because he performed abortions? That I think the that judge probably he was, was just like. I really do believe that that man. he was set up. I had a I had an English teacher my who was also in, um, in my eighth grade year of uh, junior high. She uh, she was she was either on the jury or she was like the jury the jury four person uh, for the Candace Montgomery trial here in Texas, which was a very famous axe murderer oh. uh, that took place in the early to mid 80s long story short like she and this uh, she'd killed a woman named betty gore it's a very unfortunate name yeah uh given her fate but uh apparently like she had they were friends and and like betty watched the neighborhood kids including candace's and she went over there and axed her to death one afternoon just out of the fucking blue she'd said she'd gone back to pick up some bathing suits that her kids had left over there the last time they were there and uh and that in the that since the last time she her defense was that it, she said that she'd done it in self defense that Betty Gore who was a much bigger woman than Candace Montgomery was Candace Montgomery was just a little slight thing and Betty Gore was kind of built like her fridge and uh, I guess Betty had found that some letters or some diary or something that her husband had cheated on her with Candace years oh. earlier and that that's something the two of them had just kind of put behind them and never mentioned again. And then Betty found it and like came at her. And so the only thing nearby was this axe that she took to her. And But she hacked her to pieces. Right. It wasn't just self-defense. It wasn't just it was... like, well, but her but her her defense, her defense was that, well, she just went crazy when this happened. Right didn't know what to do and um it was a big thing everyone was convinced she was it was cold blood yeah. and and so they were the jury was uh, the, the jury found her innocent by really? uh, or found her guilty Something. of manslaughter right. or whatever that charge is when it's not for it's not first degree murder so candace montgomery got off it's like whoopsies murder yeah and uh they uh it was tried in in the courthouse uh in the town oh, where i grew yeah, up yeah she's the one that haunts it mm-hmm no, no, she doesn't haunt it. She I tells her. Somebody haunted it. Somebody does, but it's not the same. Oh. Not the same thing. Candace, Candace Montgomery, I think, may still be alive. Uh, probably is actually. No, I meant the one that she killed. No, no, Betty Gore. I think Betty she Gore. lives somewhere else here in Texas. It just lived was tried somewhere else. Sorry, lived uh, <laughs> somewhere else in Texas. It was just tried in my oh, hometown because okay. we were the county seat, and so that was the big courthouse. Uh, but. Uh, my, uh, I'm going off on so many tangents, but uh, my English teacher was was on the jury, and man, they got so many death threats after oh, they really? found her innocent. But they were like, no, and and she talked to us because there was a a made for TV movie that was coming to my hometown to film. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were actually going to film the trial scenes in the court in the courtroom where the actual trial took place. It was oh, big wow. news in our little town, yeah. and uh, so it it started everyone talking about this case that had happened years before. And my English teacher was like, "Well, guys, I was on the jury, and let me tell you, this is why we found her innocent." And she kind of told us all the all these details, and I was like, "Well, I mean, if I were on the jury and I heard all that, I'd probably 
vote in favor of, of acquittal as well. So, right. but that, anyways, all to say that that kind of stuff really fascinates me. And, and, you know, yeah. I wonder if there is a ghost story. Uh, you have to look it up. Attached to it now. I just wonder. But anyway. Well, if you guys have any of those stories, send those to us too. Yeah. All the spooky stuff. Especially if there's a ghost story attached to it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Frequently there is. And of yeah. course, if you have. We should it. do some true crime every now and again. I know, it's fun. Just, just as kind of an homage to some of the podcasts and and, and documentaries that we li- that we love Well, there's usually. So much. There's oftentimes too, there's attached to ghost stories. So mm-hmm. we want to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All the things. Hey, if All you hear things. anything while listening to this, let us know. <laughs> um, yeah. Send yeah. us your stories. Goalintentions.com. It's at the top of the menu. Give us the reviews. Do all of the things. Yep. We think you're amazing. And remember, it's, it's okay, okay to, to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on. There's a lack of common sense online right now, and it is What? Oh, wait, are you I mean, telling me that the been, internet is a repository of human stupidity? I think I would get I used mean, to how stupid motherfuckers are. Uh, and I'll I, never get used I to it. I still get shocked. I still uh, get shocked shocking. at how stupid people are. It's shocking. Each new, idiots. Each new day is like a Game of Thrones yeah. episode. Y'all who are listening know there's just some real idiots out there. <laughs> but not our listeners. But our no, listeners you guys aren't listeners. are super awesome, and we love you.